What's up, YTG? Shalom and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast. And today we will answer a question from an email. This is from James Yap. Hi, Eheng. I've only started watching a couple of your videos recently and finally decided to ask a couple of questions and advice regarding investment and property. Your videos are really informative. Keep up the good work. After watching your video titled Advice to My Younger Self from December last year, I have a couple of questions in mind, which I replied in the comment section but ended up removing it and emailed you instead for the sake of privacy. Uh, <laughs> At the moment, I'm 26 and had just recently returned to uni life to continue my bachelor's degree after my diploma in my early 20s with two years of working experience. I do regret I hadn't considered these financial plannings in my early 20s, but it's later than never. Plus, with the return of study life, no consistent income and peer pressure of only graduating after 28 with minimal work experience, I'm having a little hard time trying to figure out how I can effectively finance my investment plans. You basically mentioned about only considering investing after settling and being a little more stable at work 2-5 to five years post-graduation. My questions will be, is it wise to invest or in a property after only two years of working experience with the criteria below. One, 150,000 savings. Two, two PTPTN loan repayments, diploma and degree amounting to 50 to 60,000. Three, commencement of a stable full-time job after 2022. Given that I'm only familiar and comfortable with FD as a form of investment with 150,000 and two more loans to be repaid after one year of graduation and feeling the pressure to achieve this goal by my early 30s, would it still make sense to invest a small portion of the savings into a property after two years of work? Fortunately, I'm privileged enough to be able to live with my family in Bukit Jalil without incurring too much additional expenses or the need to rent. As you've said, Having a such large pool of saving and not diversifying the investment tends to be temptation for wasteful, uncontrolled spendings. Also, I do understand the issue of trying not to put expectation or be pressured to achieve certain targets by a specific time or by the age of 30. Instead, make calculated risk and informed decision at our own pace is certainly more preferred. In addition, are there any other thoughts on what can be done at the present moment until graduation, besides surveying, researching, and expanding our knowledge on property and investment? If so, what does one start? Looking forward to hearing from you, James Yap. So first of all, James Yap, thank you very much for the very elaborated email. I do appreciate the context, and I think you've highlighted a very, very good point. So you've got your diploma you go to work then you now come back for your degree right and by the time you graduate is 28 but you have 150,000 in savings but you have around 50 to 60,000 in PTPTN loan so what should you do until 2022 which is like two years from now right so first of all let's talk about the mindset and the mindset of really being compared to right why set yourself at 30 years old right? Why 30? Why not 40? Why not 50? Right? The main difference I realized between mindsets of the previous and the current, right? Is actually the time we die. Last time people lived to only like 50, 60 years old. And with the current innovations and technology advancement in the medical field, right? I'm very confident we will live longer. Humans in statistics generally live longer already. So why set yourself to 30? You only graduate at 28. How are you supposed to figure out life when you are 30? That's number one. So that actually contributes to you being peer pressured by your peers. Lah. So you are really looking into, wow, people got car, wow, people got house, wow. By the time I'm 28, right, I graduate, really, people get married, got kids, really. 
why are you so concerned? You do you, they do their lives. Why are you so worked up over how people live their life? So the very unfortunate truth is people will post whatever they want you to see. Life is all about how they were to put up their Instagram, how they were to put up their Facebook, right? And we only see that side of things. For example, everybody look at the fancy cars and fancy outfits that people wear, but every month when they pay the bills, you don't feel it, they do. And the need to impress others, right? You just really need to take it out of your system. Instead, what I would do is this. You have saved 150,000, right? 150,000. That's a lot of money. Leh. But now, if with the current interest rate now, I don't think it's a very good investment lah, right? to put into the FD because the interest rate now is like 1.8, right? Instead, do split your savings into a few tabong, right? So now, for me, I'm pretty extreme. I've got zero entertainment. Right? My entertainment is actually working, producing videos and visiting show galleries. Lah. So yeah, I'm weird like that. But for your case, right, what I would suggest is to, let's say 150,000, I will divide it into 60,000, which is just enough to cover your PTPTN loan. Just in case, right, if the remaining 90,000 go kaboom, your 60,000 still can cover your PTPTN loan when you graduate. Okay, 90,000, what would be your goal in terms of investment? In this two years time, instead of studying, right, you can figure out how to make money online, right? What I would do immediately is to use Stash Away. I'll just put my referral code down below. This is not a product endorsement or sponsorship whatsoever. Personally, I do not have the time to go through all the research. So I just let the AI do it. And now they even promise you a 2.4% return guaranteed instead of the 51.8. So that brings you more value. Another way is to actually invest into stocks, right? So what you need to consider with your fund is return versus liquidity. My concern of you going to property is this. It's a very long commitment and if you get the wrong one, it will be there for the next 30 to 35 years. <sighs> right? If you make mistake in stock market, right, at most you lose all your money, which is like 90,000. You start over again. Real estate, different. It will bring you down for the next 30 years. So I'll put some amount to just try and learn how to invest via Stash Away or I will actually learn how to trade stocks, right? But that requires a lot of homework. I've always educate people to make informed decisions and take calculated risk. Now you need to gauge how are you in terms of uh, appetite for risk. If not, right, the 90, the 150,000, if you put into the bank, this is the Milo Ice theory, okay? 150,000, now you can buy a car. Two, three years, four years when you graduate, this 150,000 can no longer buy the same car three years ago. That's called inflation. So now the entire objective is for you to preserve the value of 150,000 in four years to five years time. In the 90,000 that we mentioned, take some money out to educate yourself. I know you are undergoing the formal education, right? Unfortunately, that only will guarantee you another job offer, the first job offer only. What will really happen is you need to really put yourself into online courses such as like learning how to edit, learning how to trade, learning how to leverage on arbitrage, right? You buy things online and sell things online. A lot of people are doing that. Maybe also to consider drilling down on what you like, right? Since now, you are kind of like a vacation, right? You're going through degree and all, you got a lot of time, right? Don't go and play around with your classmates and all because I think you said, you mentioned that you're losing out already. Now is your time to earn back, right? Work extra hard after classes, 
find out and drill down what you really like and try to monetize them. Start a YouTube channel, start a Facebook page and produce content, maybe. And since we are going to live for the next 60 years, 60 years, yeah? So don't be afraid to lose out. And after you graduate, you are only 28. Okay, 28, then you get a job, then only you start again. What's the rush? Hence, in conclusion, what I would do is to split your 150,000 into an amount of 60, 90,000, right? So the 90,000, the goal is to make maybe 10% or 20% in three years time, right? How do I do that? Then I will go and look into, okay, Bitcoin. Don't go all in, that's gambling, right? Go study how does Bitcoin work or the investment of your choice. Like it means whether it's a stock market, Forex, like for me, I did stash away or buying things that you like and sell. For example, Pokemon card. My cousin actually collects Pokemon card last time with the selling price going very, very high. He is actually trading Pokemon cards and earning a lot of money. Then maybe if you are into baking, you start a baking channel in your off hours, please focus on your study. Lah. So I know it's passing just enough already. But ultimately, what's going to bring you forward, right? Is the things you do after your class, right? The main difference that's going to create difference four years later is going to be the things you do after work, right? Nine to five, basically everybody's working or studying in your case. So what really matters is what you do after dinner, seven to one o'clock a.m. I like this saying like people always ignore what you can, people always overestimate what you can do in a day but underestimate what you can achieve in a year. Imagine you putting six hours a day in a certain craft, for example, trading, for example, video producing, for example, baking, running a YouTube video, whatsoever. Lah. You're putting in effort for six hours a day. Per week, let's say you only hustle five days, you still get to hang out with your friends and family. 30 hours, 120 hours a month and 140 4,000 hours a year and that will definitely bring you somewhere and just to share this is the result of that this channel itself was built on the after office hours 9 to 6 I work for people 7 to 11 or 1 I work for myself learn how to be disciplined in creating that craft because now you are in this very sweet zone where you think you are working but you still have a lot of time. And I think that's all for this video. Some last words, don't worry about what people think of you. There's this culture where by 30, you need to have a house. If not, you're a loser kind of mindset, right? It's really just ludicrous. It's, it makes no sense. If you have a property by 30, so what? Why are you so eager to get yourself in debt? Because you seriously don't know what you're doing. Instead, maybe get a part-time job when you're working if you can manage, right? So priorities, studies, number two, what you do with your time, perfecting a craft, get a job or whatsoever. Screw that FOMO mindset, just screw it, okay? And I guess that's all for this episode. For those who still have any real estate questions, right? do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, and I'll see you on the next one. Ciao.